You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And welcome, folks. Welcome to another edition of the On Point with Victor show. This is America's Web Radio. I am Victor Armendariz. And this is the show where you're going to get common sense. You're going to get logic. Uh, what you're not going to get is wokeism. And uh, you're not going to get a lot of political speak here. You're going to get analysis. You're going to get real analysis. You're going to get common sense and logic. Folks, you know, life would be so much easier if you guys would just put everything for the logic test or the common sense test, if it doesn't pass common sense and it doesn't pass logic, then you're probably being lied to. So uh, it's that simple, especially when it comes to politics, folks. Politics isn't hard. We just allow politicians to gum it up and make it hard. Uh, anyway, we got a lot to get to today. Uh, I I want to start with an update. You know, uh, you guys who have been listening for a long time, and thanks so much for uh, listening. And that goes for everyone across the country. You know, we've got listeners all over the place, and it's wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Uh, but I want to start with a little update. Uh, those of you who listen uh, every week, you know that I talked about the pendulum swinging. And if you just look at the history of this country, especially when we started getting real divided, um, that pendulum will swing. And and I call it the political pendulum. Uh, And right now, that pendulum for the last (laughs) few months, even maybe before the last few months, even a little longer than that, that pendulum has swung so far to the left, it broke right through the Democrat wall, broke through the – I mean, it's it's into the socialism, full-on Marxism wall – that's how far that pendulum has swung to the left. It went right past the middle, right past what used to be uh, Democrats, uh, right into the Marxism socialists. Uh, and that, that is basically the Democrat Party of today. And, 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 and what I talked about a few weeks ago is that pendulum history shows it tends to swing back. And the harder that it swings to the left, the more wacko these people get and the more uh, the more Americans wake up to how socialist the left has gotten and to, to the Marxism that, that, that they want to, to do, the Marxism that they're practicing. Um, the more – the harder – so the harder it, it swings that way, the harder it's going to swing back. And it's going to come back to the right, and it's going to go right past the middle, and it's going to go uh, right into the bright past. And this will be a good thing. It needs to go blazing past the establishment Republicans, and it needs to land in the laps of the Freedom Caucus, uh, liberty, freedom-minded politicians. Uh, you will be told by CNN, MSNBC, ABC, NBC, CBS, PBS, NPR, uh, 99% of the mainstream media, you will be told that that a, a person who loves freedom, a person who loves liberty, a person who stands for the United States Constitution, uh, you'll be told that we're all extremists. You'll be told that we're right-wing bigots. You will be told that it's somehow white supremacy to believe in this country. You know, the country that has a document that doesn't see color. You know, the one thing in Washington, D.C. that doesn't see color is the United States Constitution, uh, the rule of law. The rule of law doesn't see color. Um, the the uh, Statue of Liberty doesn't see color. It, it, it's weighing. It, there's a reason that it's weighing ju- justice is on a weight uh, because justice is blind, or so it should be. Um, 
And folks, there's so many examples I can show you how I'm right in all of these things. Uh, but but let me <laughs> let me stay focused before I go off on some tangent. Uh, so that pendulum. The pendulum I told you a few weeks ago is probably going to start swinging back, and I think in 2022 we're really going to see this. Uh, and I have an update today because because there's proof there there's there's things happening right now that that is giving proof to my prediction about this pendulum. So. If you want to check out a company, if you want to do a little research and check out a company called Basecamp, they're a, a tech company out in, I don't know, probably out in San Francisco. You know, I didn't bother to look where they were. But you can go check a, a article in Bloomberg. Uh, Bloomberg is one place to check that, you know, to go check out this article on Basecamp. This company, it's a technological company um, that has decided that they're done with wokeism. Now, the key thing here, folks, the key thing to understand is Basecamp is run by a bunch of liberals. Um, you know, I call them libtards. Uh, I get emails about that. So go ahead, fire away, whatever. If I hurt your feelings too bad, maybe your feelings need to be hurt. Um, but what this company has done, this base camp company, they have decided that they're done with wokeism. They've decided that they're a business. They are an employer. If you come work for them, then you're coming to build a product, make a product, make a service, create a service. Uh, whatever it is that company does, your focus should be that work. Uh, you don't come to work to have a, a, a family or a cult political family. You don't come to work and bring your politics. Uh, you don't demand that your employer um, give in to your feelings or your needs or your political causes. You don't hold your employer and demand that they give money to certain causes. So this company, Basecamp, has come out and said, that's it, we're done. We're done with the wokeism. And again, let me remind you, the owners of this company are liberals. They're hard leftists. They are not conservatives. And they didn't come out and say, we're ending wokeism and we're going to the right and supporting right causes. They just said, we're not supporting any cause. We're in the business of technology, and that's what we're going to do. And if you want to work here, then you're going to come in and you're going to work and you're going to put in your hours and then you're going to go home. Don't stay here over your work hours. Don't make this your family. That is basically what this owner said. It's a very neat article. Go look it up. Uh, there, there's a couple of articles. One of them I can't remember. Uh, the other one is in Bloomberg. And, and as you would expect, uh, the Twitter world, which is full of bots and mindless, numb uh, myrmidons. Uh, I'm going to be nice. I'm going to try really hard to be nice today. Uh, but the, these people, they're blowing up Twitter, and they're just, oh, we've got to can Now they want to cancel this, this company, uh, Basecamp, uh, which is a leftist company. But because this company decided, you know what, we're in the business to make a profit. We're in the business to make money because if we don't make money, then we can't pay our employees. And if we can't pay our employees, we're going to have to fire them. And if we don't have employees and we're not making a product, then we don't have a business. So this company figured out that, you know what, we need to focus on business and the product that we put out and focus on customer service and stop wading into the sea of wokeism. And now Twitter has blown up. But, but contrast to that, the emails that they're getting is overwhelming support, overwhelming support. So this lesson needs to be learned by corporate America. You know, Basecamp's just a small guy. 
we need the deltas of the world the cokes of the world and and everybody else the home depots and and my goodness the freaking sports morons that run these sports leagues uh, we need them to take note of this uh, but the fact <clears throat> that you have he left this company over there in in uh, california that has come out and said we're done with wokeism we're done if you want to work here, you're going to focus on your job. We don't want you hanging out here. We don't want to feed you. We don't want to clothe you. We, we don't want to, uh, we don't want to house you. We want you to come in, do your job, and then go home. Go have a life. Go have a life outside of your workplace. And, and also we, we're no longer going to participate in these social causes or the social justice causes or this wokeism that's out there. Uh, we're not going to participate in the cancel culture. And that's what, that's what this company Basecamp has said. And, uh, I hope they stick to it and kudos to them. Um, I don't care what their politics are. I don't care what any company's politics are as long as they don't force it on me. Uh, if I'm buying your product, it's because it's a good product. Um, I don't want to hear your political views. It's just like Delta. I love Delta. Uh, I, I'm not going to uh, um, not fly Delta. That's the airline I fly. That's the, I have good status with Delta. Um, so I, I don't I don't want to go anywhere else. I, I actually like Delta service. I think they do a great job. They're they're almost 100 percent on time. Uh, and as of so far, they've gotten me to my destination and back safely. And that's what the job of an airline is. Delta's job is to make sure I'm comfortable on their airplanes and make sure that airplane goes from A to B to C to D to E to F, wherever, and gets me back home to A in a safe manner. That's the job of Delta. I don't want to hear Delta's political views. I don't want Delta lecturing to me. And I'm really tired of Delta telling me to put on a mask. And uh, and, and I'm going to get to that in, in just a few. But uh, but to have a company like Basecamp, this is a lesson that corporate America needs to learn. But uh, but folks, this is what I mean about the pendulum coming back, and and I really think that this might be the start of something you're going to see. You might start to see more companies say, "That's it, we're done with wokeism. We're getting back to work. If you want to work here, great. If you don't, don't. But don't tell us to listen to your politics because we're a company and." Half of our customers might be conservative. Half of our customers might be liberals. So we're not going to weigh into wokeism. We're going to have the best customer service for our customers so we can obtain the most amount of business we can so we can make profit so we can pay you bozos who want to be woke. So it's as simple as that, folks. So so I'm very happy to see that that there that this is happening, that this company base camp has done this and hopefully this this will start a trend. Um I've got another example. Now, I don't know yet what this company is going to do, which direction they're going to go, but I would hope they go in the correct decision, the decision of freedom and liberty. Uh, but this is a company that I'm sure all of you have heard of, a company called Simon & Schuster. Simon & Schuster, as you, if you don't know, they're a huge publishing outfit. They publish books. So they're in the business of the First Amendment. So I... I am not making this up, folks, because only Hollywood could make something like this up. So this is this is this is true, one hundred percent. The company Simon and Schuster was given a petition signed by over two hundred of their employees, telling them we're demanding that you don't print books. 
Now, these happen to be books that are that are from authors of the conservative or a Republican person. So, if uh, and for this instance, they don't want Vice President Mike Pence's book or his memoirs. They don't want Shyman and Schuster to publish it. So, this is very simple. Simon and Schuster needs to look at these employees, call them each in one by one and go, you're fired. You're fired. Maybe hire President Trump. Maybe hire President Trump for a day and have him sit in a room and have the employees come in and go, you're fired. You're fired. You're fired. Because if you work for a publishing, co- a book publishing company who's in the business of the First Amendment and you're telling said company, to not publish somebody's book because you don't like them, you don't like their opinion, they offend you, they make you sad. I don't care, folks. It's They're in the business of the First Amendment. All right, folks, we're going to go to our first break. We will be right back. Don't you go anywhere. This is America's Web Radio on Point with Victor. Perhaps you are struggling to cope with the disease of addiction. If not, you probably know a family member or friend that needs help in battling the cravings and the personal and professional damage done by the effects of drugs or alcohol. Get a pen and paper and be ready to write down the following. These are the issues that the trained staff at the Atlanta Healing Center address and treat every day. Their doctors and counselors with over 40 years of practice in the field of addiction can treat the suffering individual in a thoughtful, compassionate, and experienced manner and guide him or her along the path to recovery. So call 770-696-9862 and speak to a knowledgeable staff member about how you or your loved one can be helped to enjoy a better and healthier life. More information is also available on the website at www.AtlantaHealingCenter.com. Hi, this is Rocky Blair, former four-time Super Bowl champion with the Pittsburgh Steelers and Vietnam veteran. As a board member, I'd like to talk to you about Warriors to Citizen, a nonprofit organization that helps American heroes, soldiers, police, fire, EMT, and their families recover from the psychological harm caused by career-induced stress. Over the last 20 years, broken relationships have been a major causal factor for the highest document divorce rate and resulting suicides in this population. This program, from Warriors to Citizen, is delivered free to families by professionals, all whom served in uniform and understand the needs to be addressed. I ask for your support. So please, go to our website, warriorstocitizen.org, and find out how you can help, either by making a donation or sharing this information with an American hero that you may know. And thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, join me, Roger B., every Tuesday at 1400 hours right here on America's Web Radio for the Locked and Loaded Show. We will talk about guns, weapons, ammo, gun accessories, prepping, and so much more. So be sure to join us every Tuesday at 1400 or 2 p.m. for Locked and Loaded on America's Web Radio. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Hey, we're back, folks. Thanks, thank you, thank you, thank you. And uh, hey, see, these are short breaks, you know, folks. We've got to we, we 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 can't do this for free. <laughs> so, which reminds me, if you're out there and you've got a business and you want to uh, be an advertiser on the On Point with Victor show, uh, give us a, an email. Shoot an email to gmail at americaswebradio.com. 
no, wait a minute. GM, <laughs> GM at americaswebradio.com or Victor at americaswebradio.com. And I've got uh, a couple of comments coming in. Uh, those of you watching on the webcams uh, and you're commenting about my shirt, uh, I'm not going to tell you what it means. What I'm going to do is offer a free On Point with Victor t-shirt for anyone who can, uh, who, who wants to chime in, you know, shoot me a message, go live, shoot me a message. Um, if you're watching on the webcams, you're, then you're obviously on the, you might be on the Facebook. If you're on the America's Web Radio Facebook, you can shoot me a message right now. Um, if you're lucky enough to have my cell phone number, you can text me. Uh, but, uh, free shirt to whoever can tell me what my shirt, uh, what it means, cause I'm not gonna tell you. Uh, alright, so, so Simon and Schuster. So Simon and Schuster, a, a huge publishing company. They're in the business to publish books. And folks, they're not in the business to publish books that people don't buy. And if you look at the New York's best time sellers, constantly sitting at the top are, are conservative leaning or or, or conservative-minded books, uh, they sell. Uh, I'm telling you to this day, even though we're dealing with a lot of this wokeism, ridiculousness that's going on out there, and the Democrats have lost their minds, uh, most of the country uh, is not socialist. They don't want Marxism. The problem is a lot of people don't realize what Marxism is and what socialism is, and, and they're going to be hit with it in the next uh, year and, and, and next year, and they're going to start to see. And that's why I think this pendulum is going to swing real fast once it gets going. Uh, but uh, but Simon & Schuster, folks, they're in the business to make money off of selling books. And they've got employees, employees, folks. Listen to this. Put this in perspective. Think about this for a minute. What if you owned Simon & Schuster? What if you put your sweat equity, your blood, sweat, and tears, and you built a company publishing books, and you had to go out, and you had to determine, gosh, is this this book, is this manuscript worth publishing? Is this going to sell? Because if it doesn't sell... I'm going to have to let some people go. The employees, the editors, the copywriters, all of the people that I have hired in Simon & Schuster, or or if you're the owner, think about this. If you're the owner of Simon & Schuster and you have all these employees, they're depending on making money. They're depending on you selling books to make money to pay them. And they all want to raise every year. Everybody wants a raise every year. Well, if you can't increase your profit margins, you can't give people raises. But yet these 200-plus employees are so clueless to how our system works. They're clueless on the United States Constitution, and they're clueless on basic economics because over 200 employees at Simon & Schuster are telling their employer, the person who signs their paycheck, they're telling them, you need to put wokeness before profit. You need to put wokeness of before selling books. Well, I don't know what these fools these employees think they're going to get paid because when they lose their jobs, because Simon Schuster can't sell books, I guess they just figure they're going to go run to to the Almighty Biden and he's going to give them money. We're just going to print more money. We're going to give them. We're going to. I mean, I don't know what we're going to call it because eventually you can't keep calling it the coronavirus uh, stimulus. They can't keep calling it that anymore. So what are they going to call it? The well, I almost said something. And I, I, I'm going to be nice. I'm going to be clean. I'm going to be nice. Uh, how about we just call it the dumb masses the, with an M? The dumb masses stimulus. Maybe we'll have that coming out next. Uh, but folks, these employees need to be taught a lesson, 
and they need to be taught a hard lesson in the, in, in, in the Constitution and in economics. So if I were the owner of Simon & Schuster, I would call every one of them, every employee who signed this petition, telling me not to print a book, telling me not to live by the First Amendment, that I need to shut down speech and shut down a book because it's something that I don't agree with. Uh, these employees need to be fired. And I would fire every last one of them. If you sign the petition, you're done here at Simon & Schuster. Because Simon & Schuster, we're in the business of the First Amendment. We're not in the business of canceling. We're not in the business of censorship. And these 200-plus employees are asking their employer, Simon & Schuster, they're asking them to censor the very thing that makes them money. The very thing that, that, that brings in revenue that allows Simon & Schuster to pay these employees. I mean, folks, this is the kind of stuff that is moronic, idiotic, and just plain out stupid. And let's hope, because I don't know which direction Simon & Schuster is going yet. I have a feeling Simon & Schuster is going to tell, you know, they're probably going to stroke the little feelings of these 200 employees, and they're going to go on with business and somehow try and make these employees happy when they ought to just fire every every last one of them. Uh, But I hope and I have a feeling that Simon & Schuster is going to go the way of, hey, we're not censoring anything. That's not our business. If a book sells, we're going to publish it. Uh, so let's hope Simon and Schuster d- does the right thing. Uh, the fact that these, you know, these employees went as far as to say that Vice President Pence, who was a duly elected vice president of these United States, they went as far as to said, well, we don't need to treat that like true history. So these moronic employees somewhere in their education was taught that if you don't like history, you just cancel it. Or you rewrite it. And that's what they're trying to get Simon and Schuster to do. And it's, 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 it's abhorrent and it's, it's ridiculous. And let's hope Simon and Schuster does the right thing. So, so, uh, so that's what I mean, folks. There's shine, there are signs out there that that pendulum's starting to swing back. And, and I'm telling you, it's going to swing back fast and it's going to swing back hard. And, and the more American citizens, the more of you, especially those of you who are Democrat sycophants, those of you who can't seem to divorce the letter D, uh, you're going to wake up a, a, a number of you, not all of you, but a number of you. Uh, and it, even those who, who you think you're independent, but you lean liberal Democrat, Many of you are going to wake up because you're going to see over the next few months going into 2022, you're going to feel the pain at the pump. You're going to feel the pain at the grocery store. Uh, folks, there's inflation everywhere. And, and when the CNN, NBC, and, and, and NBC, and CBS, and ABC, and NPR, and, and PBS, when they tell you there's no inflation, let me tell you, there's inflation. And the way you can tell is, let me give you an example. I was in Sam's Club just over the weekend. And I, I love to grill. I grill everything. And I, there's a pack of burgers, Angus burgers that I keep stocked in my freezer because I like to grill burgers. And this pack of burgers for the long, all throughout the Trump presidency and maybe even before his presidency, my pack of burgers were $17.95. I walked into Sam's the other day and they went from $17.95 for a pack of burgers to Twenty-two dollars and ninety-five, or whatever cents. So almost twenty-three. For so for, from seventeen ninety-five up to twenty-three dollars. 
like that. That is inflation. When your food starts to make price jumps, look at the milk, look at your fruit, look at your, uh, especially the meats and your chicken. Look at the stuff you buy every week at a grocery store and notice the prices changing. That's inflation. And on top of that, you've got the gas prices, folks. Look, at, we've had the highest, quickest increase in gas prices than we've had in, I don't know, four or five years. This is coming from the Democrat Marxist Socialist Party. This is the policies. Joe Biden is not a moderate. Maybe Joe Biden early in his 50 freaking po- political career years, maybe at one point he was, he was, he could be considered a moderate guy. But not today. Uh, Joe Biden, we're lucky if he knows where he is on a daily basis. Uh, the White House, you know, you shouldn't even call it the Biden administration. You should call it the White House administration or the woke administration or call it the Ocasio-Cortez administration because it is the far left that's running the Biden administration. My goodness, Ocasio-Cortez was out the over the weekend even saying, oh, we're so wonderfully surprised how left – and how basically socialist the Biden administration has been. So make no mistake, folks. So what I'm saying is at some point, these many of you are going to wake up. And some of you are listening to me now who voted for Biden because Orange Man was just too bad, was just too mean. His tweets just hurt your little bitty feelings. Uh, well, some of you are going to wake up. Some of you aren't going to like paying double or triple at the gas pump. Uh, some of you aren't going to like paying double for, for what the food that you used to pay buy just a few months ago. Uh, everything's going up, folks, and, and, and it's going to get worse. You know, Biden, uh, he's going to go out and he's going to try and give this speech, I guess, Thursday night. I'm not sure Wednesday, Thursday night. Uh, don't care. Don't want to see it. Don't have any desire to see it. I'm going to watch it, folks, because I'm going to have to report back to you what 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 he said. Uh, but I don't care, and I don't want to watch it, but I'm going to do it for you. This is what I do. The pain that I go through for my listeners, let me tell you. Uh, but Biden's going to go out, and he's going to give this this pretend State of the Union or, or pretend address to the Congress, whatever. Um, and he's going to try and take all kinds of credit. He's going to say his 100 days. He's going to say basically that he made the vaccine. Biden is basically going to tell you that the Democrats put on masks and suits and went into the lab and they made this vaccine. That's what they're going to tell you. And they're going to tell you that they created more vaccine and that they that's how they vaccinated people, folks. When the truth of the matter is, when Donald Trump left office, we had over 100 million doses of vaccine. And that dosage was ready to get out and get into arms. Uh, if the messaging wasn't so bad from the Democrat Party, you know, six months ago, the Democrats are telling you, we don't trust the, the vaccine because Donald Trump made it. And then fast forward to today. Gosh, we don't understand why people won't take the vaccine. Yeah, because you Democrat people and you media, you guys are just fools. Uh, and then now. Now you're telling people to keep on the mask after they're vaccinated? Ridiculous. All right, folks, we got another break to go to here. We will be right back. Don't you go anywhere. This is the On Point with Victor Show. Hi, this is Steve Ronaldo, host of the Classic Car Show on America's Web Radio. Uh, just talking to you about anti-car insurance. I think that uh, if you're looking for, for, for the best coverage for your classic car, consider J.C. Taylor Insurance. I've been our my insurer for years in this hobby and have the top rating of every, all of the insurance companies in the hobby. When you get ready for insurance, call J.C. Taylor or visit jctaylor.com on the Internet. 
Whether cruising the Strip in a 57 Chevy or taking the family on a vacation in a 71 Oldsmobile Vista Cruiser, you need to tune in to Classic Cars with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber every Saturday from 8 to 9 a.m. on AmericasWebRadio.com. This is America's Web Radio. Would you like to have a show, talk about your business, or express your opinion on America's Web Radio? Just email gm at americaswebradio.com and we'll get back to you. Thank you. And we're back. So, uh, like I said, we're going to have this this so-called State of the Union or addressed in the nation, addressed the Congress, whatever he's calling it. And he's going to try and take credit for all this stuff, folks. But it's just not true. And then they're going to go out and they're going to start telling you that Biden's creating all these jobs. I mean, it is, it is laughable and it, it is just a joke. Um, Unfortunately, 2022, you're going to see a slowdown in this economy. You're going to see Biden's policies just really put a brakes on this economy. But uh, you know what? It's something the Democrats do every time they get in power, and it just makes me laugh. Um, but you're going to see him try and take credit. And, you know, one thing Biden has going for him, and folks, don't think this was by accident. This was all uh, planned. Uh, Democrats don't do anything by accident. Uh, they plan and they plan and they plan and they plan. In fact, the Republican establishment might learn a thing or two from the Democrats the way they plan. Uh, but you've got states that have been in perpetual lockdown since last March. And and some of these Democrat states are starting to come out. They're starting to to let their people out. <laughs> they're letting their they're letting people enjoy their God-given right to freedom. Um, and and so you're starting to see economic activity pick up because when you let people out of their houses, they want to go spend some money. And and so you're, Biden's going to see a boost. I'll tell you right now, folks, we we're gonna we're gonna ride a little a little wave in the next couple of quarters where um, we're going to have good GDP GDP numbers. Um, we're going to have a decent running economy because when you shut down half your economy for as long as we have, when it starts to open up again, that's a big boost to GDP. When you have fallen as far as we've fallen, it's easy to to get double-digit increases. And that's what we're going to see in the next couple of quarters. And Biden's going to run around and say that it's his policies when it's nothing of the sort. Because then when it slows down in 2022 because of his policies, then they're going to go back to trying to blame Trump. It's going to be hilarious. If it didn't hurt people, it would be really laughable. But unfortunately, the people who get hurt most by Democrat policies are the poor, the middle class and the poor get soaked by Democrat policies, and that's what we're going to see. And, and I hate it, folks. I hate it. And, and um, But that's that's just the truth of the matter, and we'll get into more of that later. Uh, but um, right now, I, I, let me – I want to bring up something else, and, and I want to talk a little bit about uh, – it, it's time for the American citizen to wake up and tell the wokes and the Democrats to go pound sand. It, it is that time. It is time for the American citizen to take back their God-given right, their constitutional rights. Uh, folks, I, I say all the time, I am absolutely amazed that we as Americans allowed politicians, we allowed mayors and city councils to 
to just absolutely abuse power. We have allowed mayors and city councils and representatives from the lowest of the state level all the way up to Washington, D.C. We've allowed these politicians to become omnipotent. We've, we've, we've allowed them to, to feel like they're omnipotent. That's, that's the word I'm looking for. Um, and only we, the people, can give politicians such power. Uh, folks, there is a reason that we are a republic. Our founding fathers were brilliant. Uh, they got the idea from the, from the Romans. You know, the Romans were actually, they were the ones who had a, a society that was based on representative governance. Um, as opposed to the Greeks who went full on democracy. And, and if you read the founding fathers and, and when they were preparing and, and, and writing and debating what should be the Constitution, what should be the United States of America, when they were debating and doing all of these things and writing and talking with each other, they were looking at the Romans and they were looking at the Greeks. And thank God they looked at the Greeks and said, no, democracy is not the way to go. Full-fledged democracy is not the way to go because democracy is mob rules. And instead, they went with the Roman example of a representative democracy. That's fine. You can call it a representative democracy. We're a republic. Uh, and that's what we did, and that's what's so great about this country, and that's what's not being taught in schools. Um, so a politician in this country can only derive power from what we the people give them and allow them to have. We allow these bozos to write regulations. We allow these bozos to to write decrees. Folks, we've never had decrees like this. We've never allowed politicians to do what we have allowed them to do in the past 12, 14, whatever months. In the name of a pandemic, folks, a, a pandemic that we're now learning and we knew this a long time ago, folks. We really did. They just didn't want to tell you that most people had a 99% chance of surviving this virus. But because they scared the hell out of you and, and convinced you that you would die if you left your house, especially the Democrat states, convincing their citizens that they would die if they go breathe air outside, if they get fresh air and sunshine, that somehow they're going to die. They put that much fear into so many people across this country that those people let their guard down and let these politicians by decree. Folks, we don't have a government by decree. Everything that happens, whether it's on the local level all the way up to D.C., it has to be debated. It has to be brought forth through legislative branches. The legislative branches have to debate and put forth a legislation that needs to be voted on and then it must be approved by the executive branch. That went out the window. We let these mayors and these governors just come up with powers that they dreamed about having but could never have, but they got because you were so scared that you traded your secu- your your freedoms you gave for your security. You because of your fear you willingly gave up your liberty and your freedoms. And folks, without liberty and freedom, you're nothing. This country will, will, will fall into utter, horrible peril without freedom and liberty. And that's what so many of you gave away. And, and it is time now. We're, we're really going to get to a crossroads here as we head to 2022. 
And that crossroad is, are we going to be the people of our founding fathers? Are we going to be the American citizen that doesn't see color, that doesn't judge someone because of where they're from? We judge you merely by being an American citizen. If you're an American citizen, then your life is based on liberty and your life is based on freedom. In this country, it is. The United States of America. So those crossroads that we're getting to... Are you, as an American citizen, going to stand up with your American citizen brethren and say, Mr. Politician and Mrs. Politician and Miss Politician, we're taking our power back. We no longer are, are allowing you to have this power that you shouldn't have had to begin with. We, the people, made a mistake. We made a mistake. We let you scare us so much that we gave up our security. I mean, that we gave up our freedom. In the name of security, we gave up our freedom. And and we the people, we're done with that. Will we stand up? Will many of you stand up with me uh, when we go into 2022 and vote against every one of these politicians? So if you're in Michigan, Whitmer, she's got to go. And and Whitmer, she's, she's scared because I think the people of Michigan are really, really looking at throwing her out of office. And she deserves it, folks. This is a woman who is governor of a state, the state of Michigan, who told you, you can't buy planting dirt. You can't buy plants and vegetables and plant them in your yard. No, no. You have to stay in your home. This is what she told her people of Michigan. She wouldn't let them. She somehow absorbed the power. Folks, there is no constitution in this land whether a state constitution or a or the constitution, the federal constitution, nowhere does a politician, does it give politicians the power to tell you what to buy and what not to buy. But yet, you had the governor of Michigan telling her citizens, no way can you buy those products. You can't buy planting materials. You can't buy dirt. You can't buy vegetables to plant. Because I want you in your house with your mask on. And what happened? Michigan has one of the worst full-blown-out cases of, of the coronavirus just spreading all over the place because the coronavirus spreads in the house. It, very less, very, very unlikely that you're going to catch it outside, especially in the sun. So what the people of Michigan should have been doing during lockdown is outside cleaning the yards, cleaning, making a garden, doing whatever they wanted to do outside. But your governor said they couldn't. But then you know what your governor did? Your governor went to the lake, her private lake house, tried to get her boat out of storage. Because you see, what you must do, the burden that you will bear, will never be bore by the politician elitist. So the governor of Michigan had you in your house and you in your mask while she was off to the lake trying to get her boat out of storage so her and her husband could go enjoy the great outdoors. Not you, the peasant citizen. Oh, no, no, no. You can't. But she can. That's your governor there in Michigan. And then, folks, to make matters worse, as she's telling you, you can't travel. If you leave Michigan, you will be mandatory quarantine when you get back. She's putting all these restrictions on you, the citizen. And then what does is, what is Governor Whitmer do? She takes off and goes to Florida to enjoy a free, open state, to go enjoy some sunshine by the beach. 
And then she comes back to Michigan and she blasts the very governor of the state that she went to go enjoy because she can't enjoy it because she was afraid she'd be seen <laughs> in her state. <laughs> I mean, folks, you can't make this up. But this is the kind of power that we, the citizens, have given these politicians. Because, again, in our country, in our republic, a politician in this country is only given the power that we, the people, allow them to take. And it is time to take back every power that we've allowed these politicians to wield. We've allowed them to get on this throne, this political elitist throne, and it's time to take them down. It's time to take them off. Because, folks, if a power is not derived from the Constitution, then that politician can't wield it. And, folks, our Constitution restricts government. It doesn't give them willy-nilly powers over you. The power lies with the citizens. The power lies with you and me. And no other country on the planet has this kind of system. No other country in the planet can look at their politicians, officials, and say, we're done. We're done with this mask. We're done with you holding this ridiculous power over us. We're done with you using fear to try and put us into subjugation. It is time, folks. It's time. We have to. Uh, Folks, especially, especially if you are vaccinated, there is no reason for you to wear a mask. No reason whatsoever for you to be social distancing. None. None. Now, I will go as far as to say I don't care if you're vaccinated or not. The time for normalcy is now. Take off the stupid mask and go about your life. Go be an American. And, folks, if you're wearing your mask outside, I don't care if you're vaccinated or not. Never should you have been wearing a mask outside, not last March and not today. Outside is the safest place to be in a full-blown pandemic. We know this. History has shown this. But because it was a political year, an election year, the politicians couldn't help themselves, namely the Democrat Party. They looked at this pandemic and said, oh, my gosh, this is a crisis we cannot allow to go to waste. Not only can we force people to do whatever we want them to do, we can just we can create power for ourselves subjugate the American citizen and rule. That is what the Democrats have been trying to do. And, and hey, there's some establishment Republicans out there that have done it too. Uh, and, and you know what? They need to be voted out. Uh, I, I, I am not sitting here telling you to go jump in an establishment Republican's lap. Because, folks, if you listen to me long enough, you know that I can't stand the establishment Republicans just as much as I can't stand today's Marxist Democrats. And any politician that is trying to exert power over you and forgets that they represent you, they need to be thrown out of office. A-S-A-P. All right, folks, we'll be right back. We're going to take another break here. So don't go anywhere. This is the On Point with Victor Show. Hello. My name is Colonel Retired Rick White, the United States Army veteran, and I'm the director of the Georgia Military Veterans Hall of Fame. I would like to encourage all Georgia veterans to consider being nominated to the Georgia Military Veterans Hall of Fame. If you are a Georgia veteran, and the Georgia veteran's definition is you are either born in this state or you lived in the state 10 years or you raised your right hand and joined the military in the state of Georgia, you are considered a Georgia veteran. For further information, go to your website at www.gmvhof.org or you can contact me at 678-427-0915. 
nominations need to be in by the last Friday in August each year. Again, if you're a Georgia veteran or you're a friend or family member of a Georgia veteran, living or deceased, please consider nominating that veteran to this highly noble and rare Hall of Fame for our great state. Thank you so much. If you live to serve and want to make an even bigger difference, consider joining the U.S. Army with training in fields like medical care, linguistics, and engineering. An Army career can amplify your efforts with humanitarian opportunities all over the world. Plus, you'll receive competitive pay and incredible benefits, so you'll be taken care of, too. Learn more at GoArmy.com. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And welcome back, folks. This is America's Web Radio, your station for some all kinds of good shows, folks. All kinds of good shows. We've got car shows, doctor shows, addiction shows, you name it, gun shows, uh, and, of course, the On Point with Victor show. So um, check out some of our shows, not not just mine. Uh, I, I love that you're listening to me, but listen to some of the other ones. They're great shows. Uh, all right, folks. I want to take a second. Look, uh, many, many of you know that one of my passions is soccer uh, and motorcycles. And I want to take a minute. I've, I've got a good friend um, that plays soccer and uh, tore her ACL. And she happens to be a listener. So if you're listening out there, Laura, um, get better soon. We all want you to get better soon. Even though I'm usually playing against you, uh, you know, we both play soccer and I love it. So <laughs> I want you to get better. Uh, even though you've probably schooled me on the field a couple of times, I do want you to get better and uh, get back out on the field. So, uh, you know, thank you for listening and, and uh, get, get, get better soon. Uh, all right, folks. So, I, there's not much more I can tell you. Uh, you know, it's funny. I, I'm getting some messages now from listeners. I got a listener in New York who just said, Hey, Victor, you, you're, you gotta be careful. They're gonna, they're gonna come after you. They're gonna investigate you. And my answer to that is, you know, look, I, if they want to come investigate me, knock themselves out. Uh, I could use the free press. <laughs> so, so, but, but in all seriousness, how sad is it? And this is what I'm talking about, folks, that we have allowed the government to have too much power. The federal government in D.C. is way, 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 way too big, and we do need to cut it down to size. Um, this is a prime example. When a listener in New York sends me a message and say, hey, I love what you're saying, but I'm afraid you're going to be investigated. How sad is that, folks? We have a First Amendment. I have every right to sit here. I'm in media. In the radio industry and I have every right to sit here and say whatever I want whatever I believe in and in this country I have a right to my opinion uh, a specified right not just an implied right a specified right in the first amendment uh, of the bill of rights but yet we're in an environment now where democrats think that they can just put the powers of the government to, to come after somebody to shut them up uh, if they could shut me up they would love to uh, so, I, I mean, folks, this is what I'm talking about. And, and if you are a, a Democrat sycophant, if, if you are married to the letter D, you're, at some point, they're going to come after you, too. Because Marxism doesn't have a place of equality, folks. You're going to hear Marxism, and you're, the Democrats are using it now. You're going to hear them say equity. We want equity. Folks, 
let me tell look up <laughs> do do yourself a favor and look up equity throughout history what equity means equity is shared misery equity is we're going to have a whole pool of people down here that are going to be our subjects and 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 what i mean by that is you and me whether you're a d or an r or an i or whatever you are you're going to be in this big pool of misery and then there's going to be the elitist, the political elite with a few Hollywood elitists that are allowed to be in that gang. Uh, and then the millionaires and billionaires, the Bezos, the, the Facebooks, the Googles, the, the, um, you know, all of these tech companies. Oh, they're going to be elitist too, folks, but you won't be. And you keep voting for them and you keep giving them power. Eventually, they're going to come after you because the only thing that keeps a ruling class in power and happy is to have a massive number of subjects who depend on that ruling class. And you depend on them for your health care. You depend on them for your food rations. You depend on them for transportation. You depend on them for housing. That is the goal of the Democrat Party today, folks. So you won't hear them say equality. You won't hear today's Democrats tell you we want equality as stated in the United States Constitution. No, no. You will hear them say equity. We want equity. Folks, equality and equity are polar opposites. Equity is shared misery. Equity is going to be a whole bunch of American citizens who are striving uh, or, or struggling, I should say, struggling to live while their oppressor, ruling elitist masters have their little club in D.C. and in Silicon Valley and maybe Hollywood. That is not the America that we want. That is not the America that we want to leave for our kids and kids and their kids and generations to come. So if you are a Democrat, folks, let me tell you something. You're going to have to wake up because they're going to come after you, too. Look, folks, if you're a voting Democrat, you're paying more for gas prices also. You're paying more for food. Your health care costs are going up also. They're not carving out and going, oh, uh, this, these, these wonderful Democrats over here, we're not going to charge. No, folks. The only people who get cutouts from the Democrats are the uber rich. The big corporations that are in bed with the Democrat Party, they get their little cutouts. Uh, you want an example? Biden wants to raise taxes on everybody, but he's telling you oh, only on $400,000 or more. But, folks, when you get up to the multi, multi million and billions, their taxes aren't going up. But Biden and the Democrats are going to tell you that they are, but they're not. They never do. They never do. The Democrat Party protects the millionaires and billionaires because they're in bed with them. The Democrat Party protects corporations. Don't tell me that corporations are Republican, folks. Amazon, Amazon is not Republican, Tesla is not Republican. Uh, I don't even know if I should put Tesla in the group because Tesla is purely funded by taxpayer dollars. And every now and then Elon Musk comes out and goes, you know what? This woke stuff ain't working. (laughs) So let me take him out. But the Amazons, the Facebooks, the Googles, the GMs, um, even the Walmarts, the Home Depots, 
uh, folks, they are in bed with the Democrat Party. Coke, Delta, in bed with the Democrat Party. Now, these companies, most of them, they know that they're doing wrong by themselves and by their customer. But they do it because they fear the government that they serve. And that is opposite of what our Constitution says, folks. Our Constitution is set up so the government representative fears the people. And we've got to get back to that, folks, because when it comes down to 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 brass knuckles, the only fear that a politician has is re-election. And we can take that away from them, folks. That is why the Democrat Party is trying to meddle with our elections so bad. That is why the Democrat Party wants to federalize elections. See, it's kind of hard to screw with every state's elections. But if you federalize them, then you can really screw with them, just like every other third world out there, third world country out there. Folks, pay attention. Pay attention. The Democrats aren't hiding their Marxist agenda. They're not hiding their socialist agenda. It's there for you to see. Now, late night comedy's lying to you. Those idiots out there are lying to you. The media's lying to you. They're all running cover for the Democrats. But if you pay attention, you can see it for yourself. And trust me when I tell you, you Democrat voters out there, they're going to come for you. It may be last, but they're going to come for you. Uh, do you think... The socialist voter in Venezuela who's waiting in line for a piece of bread right now, who 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 goes weeks and de- days and weeks without food and water. Do you think that socialist voter thought that that was going to happen to them when they voted for the socialist takeover of Venezuela? Do you think the socialist voter who can no longer drive from uh, coast to coast in Venezuela because <laughs> there's not enough gas or gas prices are ridiculously high, do you think that socialist voter thought that was going to happen to them when they voted for the socialist takeover of Venezuela? No. They thought they would be the recipients of all the socialism goodies. But, folks, I've told you once, I'll tell you again. Socialism is not for the socialist. Socialism is only for the people. You see, the burdens of socialism will be felt by you, the peasant. Never will it be felt by the socialist hierarchy, the ruling class. They're never going to feel that pain. Only you will. And it does not matter if you voted for them or not. You are a peasant and will always be a peasant. And history, folks, is on my side. It is on my side. So at some point, please, please wake up and and get out of your safe space, get out of your cry closet, and do some thinking on your for yourself. Uh, stop being a sheep. Let me tell you something, folks. A year ago, (laughs) you were told, if we just get a vaccine, you can go back to normal. Well, here we are to today. We have three vaccines, folks. Three. There's four, but we haven't approved one of them, folks, because it ain't too good from what we have seen. Uh, AstraZeneca. But you know what the Biden administration is doing with AstraZeneca, folks? We've got millions of doses of AstraZeneca, uh, but we won't approve it. And there's a reason that we don't approve that vaccine. You know what the Biden and the Democrats administration, the White House administration, you know what they're going to do with AstraZeneca? They're sending it to India. 
I, I mean, it ain't good enough for us, but it's good enough for for India. So don't give me this business on how caring the Democrats are, folks. Um, at some point, you, 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 you people are going to wake up. You really are. You really, really are. But uh, anyway, so, you know, folks, I, 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 this country is great. We're the greatest country in the world. Even today, even today, we're still the greatest country in the world because we have the power still. We have the power to take back the power that we have bequeathed to these politicians, these numbskull, knuckleheaded politicians. Folks, when Alexandria Cortez <laughs> can, can go on TV and tell you that justice wasn't served last week, uh, th- this this police officer who who should have been charged with with police brutality, and he should have been brought up on charges for that. Um, nevertheless, uh, he deserves to pay a price for the crime he committed, and and the justice system worked. Um, this man's going to go to jail. He's going to go to jail for a long time. Now, I think he was overcharged, but whatever. Um, but I also saying that I do believe he deserves to go to jail. The man engaged in police brutality. Uh, the man wouldn't listen to his fellow officers. He wouldn't listen to the to the uh, emergency response unit. Uh, he kept his knee on the throat of George Floyd. So he deserves to pay a price for that. But and folks, he is going to pay the price for that. The justice system worked. But Alexandria Cortez, what did she do? Folks, I have told you before, it is never going to be good enough for the socialist Marxist Democrat. Never going to be good enough. You can never solve this perceived racism. If it were solved, what are the Democrats going to do? How are they going to convince you to give them more power? Um, that's that's bottom line, folks. Bottom line. All right, folks. This is the end of the first hour. Stay tuned. We will be right back. We're going to take a break, and we're going to come back for a second hour of On Point with Victor. So don't go anywhere. You come right back. This is America's Web Radio. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. <laughs> 